Whew. We are back. Folks, how have you been? I know it's I know it's only been a week since or two weeks since the last podcast. A week break. But I'm back. You're back. How are you? There was a lot of feedback on the last podcast and I'm I'm friggin' blown away. So thank you very much for listening to it. My name is Joey Kidney. For those who don't know, when you're listening to the Happy Times podcast, this is a podcast where there's no script. There's just a conversation between you and me, even if you're not being able to talk, obviously, because it's a podcast. It's just me. But I like to share my thoughts on here. I like to share just like how I'm feeling. I love to share my opinion and, and talk about things that um, you guys want me to talk about. A lot of people ask, like, where do I come up with like, um, you know, my, my topics and how do I talk for it about, <laughs> about it for so long? And like, I, you know what? Actually, I get a lot of the questions being like, uh, how do you, like, are you okay? you speak a lot about breakups and I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, did you break up with your girlfriend? I'm like, no. I'm like, then they're like, did she break up with you? Like, why are you so heartbroken? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why am I so heartbroken? If you read my DMS for about five minutes, you're going to see about a thousand messages that are about breakups. So clearly you are the ones that are heartbroken and it's not a bad thing. And I've been heartbroken before. So I want to talk about it and I'm here to help people and I'm here to, share my experiences that can hopefully help people so people are always thinking that i'm a really sad guy but i'm not i i'm a very very happy dude obviously i have my i have my moments just like anyone else but it's because my dms are filled with people asking for help and that's what i'm here to do i'm here to help people that's been my goal all along no matter the poetry no matter the the writings no matter the videos or like playing with my dog i mean i'm here to help people in every aspect of life but today is a bit more of a chill podcast. Now, it's not that you're not going to get any help through it, but I figured we would have, I guess, the, the the most conversation that we could have. And I posted on my Instagram story. If you don't follow me over there, you're missing out a lot. I'm asking you guys to ask me questions. Now, there's a lot of questions. There's thousands of questions. So what I'm thinking is maybe at the end of each podcast, not including this one, obviously, because this one's going to be the Q&A, but I will include at the end of every podcast one of the questions that was submitted. And if you have a question, you can always DM it to me. Um, But I'm going to pull from the questions that I got because there are so many. I feel so bad that I can't go through them all. So I think I have about like 12 questions today that we're going to we're going to jump into and I'm going to kind of keep it short and sweet because I know I can go off on a tangent and that's not what we're here I guess is a podcast but I don't like doing that. I find the one thing that I've learned over this past like 2 years that's really um, helped me succeed a little bit more is uh, to shut up. <laughs> and I made a podcast and uh, about that uh, a few a few I don't know, a few weeks, maybe, no, not weeks, months back, and it got a lot of good traction. A lot of people were really interested in in it. Sorry, I was taking my socks off. <laughs> I'm somebody who, like, I love, if I'm at home, I'm barefoot. I hate wearing socks. It's the worst invention in the entire world. See, there's my tangent. Anyway, so we're going to start off with the first question, and it is, what is your goal in life right now? Oh, you know... I think there's there's a couple goals. Um, and I had a hard time. I've been thinking about this for a little bit. But I've had a hard time coming up with goals that are personal and not um, not to do with work. 
because my work is so personal that it's really hard. So on the on the work side, I would love to. I'm going to speak this out into existence, and I'm actually waiting to hear back about something right now. So I'm going to jinx the crap out of this. But I would love to be a published author, not a self-published author, a published author. I would love to have the opportunity to to do that. I think I would wow everyone, and and I would I would really love to do that. So my goal right now is that to be a published author my personal goal i'd love to be in a good spot a good comfortable spot and this is okay i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna say this this is not in a bad way okay i don't mean this in a bad way but i would love to be in a great spot with my girlfriend both like stability wise financial wise love wise all of that i'd i'd love to we're very very close right now like we've been working so hard not like too hard not like we shouldn't be together don't get me wrong we definitely should but we've been working very hard to both get to a spot where we can share a routine and be comfortable and i'm just so Oh, I'm looking forward to it. We're so close and we've worked so hard and I believe that we deserve it. We, we we deserve a relaxed love and I'm just really excited for it. So that's kind of like my goal right now is like to move in together and like to like get life prepared for the future, if that makes sense. And, and, and be stable and be comfortable in it. I want to be comfortable with her. Not that I'm uncomfortable. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I hope you know what I mean. Going on to question two. Uh, what is a smell that brings you back to childhood? Wow. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a, I, I guess it's more like food. I, I know food has smells, but I think like craft dinner, like Haiti, always brings me back to, to childhood. I don't know. I hate. I I don't like eating like the fast food mac and cheese. I make my own mac and cheese now because I'm I've gotten to cooking a lot. Um, but for some reason, like my my dad and I, I was helping them because uh, they're redoing their their home and they're renovating their home. And I was over there helping them, and he cooked mac and cheese, and and I it was just, I didn't like it, but I sat down and something about it was like this is comfortable, this is nostalgic. This is something that my father and I would do all the time. And another thing that we, we would do all the time is go to Subway, like before hockey. Um, oh, there's a smell. This is a really weird smell. Uh, not that I just smelt it, but I grew up playing hockey. I grew up playing and being sweaty and constantly hockey, 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 seven days a week, all the time. And one of the things that always brings me back is like the smell of hockey gear. I know it's disgusting because it's just sweat. But something about it, like when the pandemic hit, I stopped playing hockey and then I picked up hockey again. And like the smell of gloves, I was like, this is really nice. I don't know why it's just so nice. Uh, The next question is, what are some good conversation starters without asking the same thing every day? Oh, um... Uh, there's this thing that I used to do when I was a single boy, not that I was like always be trying to get a date or anything, but I would go up to, I would always talk to baristas. I loved a good barista. They made my day. They made my day. And it was always something that like, or any cashier really, but you had to talk to them to order. And so 
they're there to talk to you. So I figured this is a great way for me to overcome my social anxiety is to talk to somebody that I have to talk to and they have to talk to me. And I would always go up and I, and I would ask them how they are. And they would say, good, you? And I was like, you're just good. I'm going to need more than that. Like, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you tired? Are you and I would just ask somebody how they're feeling. And it didn't even it didn't even take too much. Whatever their answer was, I went off of that. So it was always a, con- a different conversation every single day. If they said good, I asked why they're good. If they said awful, I asked why they're awful. You know, I, I listened to them. And I think that's the greatest skill. It's not about asking the right questions. It's about listening to their answers. And then that's going to stem a whole new conversation. No one's going to say the same thing every day. No one's going to feel the same emotion every day. So it's always constantly going to be a different emotion. And I think it's that's the best thing. That's the best part. So just keep talking. And more importantly, keep listening. The next one is, what do you appreciate most in another person? Um, I really like this thing. And I don't have the specific word for it. But you know when you're sitting on a couch. <laughs> and... You're able to just sit there and be quiet and laugh and yell and say anything. And it doesn't have to make sense. And you're just fine. If nothing was said, you're just okay. You're amazing. You're in this, you're, you're comfortable. That's my favorite thing is being comfortable around another person. And I don't know the, I don't know the word for it. So maybe, you know, how about this? If you know the word for it, DM me on Instagram. This is, this will be the moment where people DM me. That's that's the word I'm looking for. I don't know what it is, but let me know. But I think the the thing that I appreciate most, like the the proper answer, hmm, I love honesty. I love somebody who says what they want to say, and I've I've really gotten into that a lot more recently because I I found that I was just like saying the answers in my head of like, okay, I think about what I want to say and then I don't say it. But now I'm kind of like this blunt human being, but not in a rude way. Blunt is in, I don't listen. I'm not a bad person. So I'm not going to be thinking awful thoughts. So when a thought comes to my head, I choose the first one. Now, obviously there's still a filter going on, but I choose the first thought that comes in my head. If, if somebody asks me how something tastes, I'm not going to go, it's good. Um, but I, 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 it's not my favorite. No, I'm going to say it's not my favorite. I don't need to say that it's good. I don't need to say anything else. I just have to say it's not my favorite or I can describe why it's not my favorite. And just, we care too much about how we're going to be perceived when we don't even know what we're going to say yet. We should just say how we're feeling and speak our honest truth. And that's, I don't know, that's the best thing we can do. Next one is, if you are somewhere alone, but you can do anything, would you call it freedom or loneliness? Oh my goodness. Oh, geez. Okay, I got to read this again. If you are somewhere alone and you can do anything, would you call that freedom or loneliness? I would call that loneliness. I wouldn't call that freedom because you're alone. If you are somewhere and you can do anything, that would be freedom. If you are somewhere alone, that would be loneliness. I did see this question 
um, on TikTok the other day. I was like, if you, you could choose to like die right now or be immortal and you know, take your time think about it. You guys, listeners at home, you think about that. But my, the, it was interesting. Their answers immediately were, um, one guy said, he was like, I die right now. Kill me. <laughs> and the other one was like, Hmm, let me think immortal. That means everything else dies. If there's an apocalypse, I'm left. No matter how many times I try to die, I can't. You're there forever. And he, he came to the conclusion that that was the scariest thing in the world. Is to live for too long. To be immortal. And I was like, wow. And I think it just goes to show that like, we're on this earth to celebrate it with others. We're on this earth to share it with others and love with others. And as much as we want our alone time, it's definitely not something that we ch- like. <laughs> I don't. I was gonna say cherish, but our alone time can be a very, very scary thing. And I guess it, I guess you can kind of relate to it if you've ever lost a, a loved one or a family member. And it's like there's times where you're like, oh, I just want to be alone from you, and you slam the door in their face, and then they're gone. And you wish you never did that. And I couldn't imagine what being immortal and being the only one left, how that would feel like. It would feel like you just slammed the door on everyone. But they're never coming back. Yeah. Next one is, what's your best quote that you would suggest to anyone? Um, I always say this. It's my mom's quote. And I mean, it could be anyone's quote. It's not very long. But she always says to me, whatever happens, happens. And that's it. And that's all it is. And I think it's so important to me because it just, it it grounds me. It reminds me that I'm not in control of everything. There are things that I can control. And once it's out of my hands, it's out of my hands. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to be okay with whatever the outcome is. I'm going to be able to handle it. And there's loved ones that we have around us that are going to be able to, to help us too. And that quote always just... It's the first one that comes to my mind. It's the first one that helps me through anything. Whenever I'm in a tough situation, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. I'm good to move on. Uh, Next one is what? This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes. What do you believe is the source of art? Why are some people drawn to it while others aren't? interesting what do i believe is a source of art um i think art is obviously it's different for for each of us and i think we're drawn to it because we're emotionally attached to it and so for me i like for okay for example let's talk about music 
For me, I like musicians that can't sing very well. I like them. I don't. I don't like massive ballads. I don't love like like Adele reaching certain heights with her voice. She's amazingly talented, but I much ra- rather listen to somebody who who you know has that imperfection. And the reason why is because I can relate to it more. And so it, when then we go to we go to drawing and, and artists. Um, and painters, the type of art that I like is more abstract. It's more squiggly lined. It's more sketchy. And that's because I can't draw. So I can relate to that image more. I don't look at this beautiful landscape of mountains that was painted over 172 hours. And I'm like, yeah, that screams me. No, I'm going to go for the silhouette sketch outline of a girl with a flower in her hair. And she's like, that's that's my style. And so I think people are drawn to the art that they can relate to. We all deal with a little bit of imposter syndrome, I believe. And when we're looking at something that we can't relate to, we, we tend to believe that, you know, it's not for us. And that's, that's okay, right? Like, not all of us can draw, not all of us can sing. And so I like more poetic style songs. And that's that's completely okay. I don't need to love these crazy ballads like I love Frank Sinatra and I don't I don't think he's the best singer out there but his voice just reminds me of just like a a father singing or an uncle you know at a cottage or something and it's just really warm for me it's something I can relate to I can sing like that so it's it's really nice going on to the next one if you could go back to a specific moment in your life what would it be and why um Oh gosh. Okay. I don't know if anyone else is like this. I can't remember anything. <laughs> and it's not that it's not because of all my concussions or all my head injuries, if you know, you know, but I think it's because I don't care. <laughs> it's not that I like I maybe I don't care is not the right words, but I just I don't have the mental capacity to store these things in my mind, to hold this grudge, to hold guilt. You know, guilt's going to stay, actually. <laughs> it's back in a suitcase. It's staying a while. No, I just I just don't have specific moments in my life. Like, I don't really remember my childhood. You know, I look at my mother, and I don't look at her and remember her from 20 years ago. I look at my mother, and I look at her now, and I'm thankful for where she is now. And I'm a very much person who's in the moment. And my mind just is not capable of remembering things. So they're not like a specific moment. I still remember things. There are there are moments in my head, but there's not one that stands out more than the other. And it's all foggy. So I don't know if anyone else is like that, but sorry, I don't really have an answer. But I also wouldn't go back in life. I, I, I really love... I really love moving forward, even though right now is a really, really hard time for my life, but... I'm really excited for the future. I'm really excited to move forward. The next question is, when you're having a sad day, what's one thing you try to do to make yourself a little happier? I sweat. Yeah, I know. I'm that guy who's going to say, go to the gym. But you don't even need to go to the gym. It's just about like getting outside or getting the sweat in and petting a dog. Petting a dog can relieve so much of your stress. And so maybe go for a walk with your dog. Um, That's something that I... That's something that I always do. If I'm ever 
feeling down, I grab Franco and I go and I go for a little walk. And it's something that, you know, maybe I'm not sweating, but I'm definitely exerting myself and it's just really peaceful. And one of the things that I love to do on a sad day is actually think about why I'm sad. Um, think about my thoughts. And I like to create art with that. Um, I think it's really beautiful. Maybe that's why I can't remember anything because <laughs> I just created into something else. But those are the things that I do on a sad day. Ah, Sarah is asking, and this is the next question. She's asking, how is the house situation going? I realize I haven't really updated anyone. Um, I found a place. Yeah, not excited about it. I... Well, I'm a little excited. I'm excited. I'm not excited to move, but I'm excited to like have change. I love change. You know me. I love change. Um, oh, it's just, I, I'll i be completely honest here. I was planning on buying this year. I was planning on buying a home. And then we got the, we got the news that we had to move out because the owner is selling this home. And we're renting this home. And I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. I am going to spend like, I'm down to spend like, I don't know, $23,000 a month and get this like really nice place. You know, it could be anywhere, but really nice. I want to live nice <laughs> for the last year, one more year, and then I'm going to buy a place. And listen, I'm not making a lot of money, but I'm just like, I'm, I wanted to treat myself. I wanted to, the, the number one thing I have to invest in, especially being self-employed and working from home is I have to work in a nice home. I have to look, work in a spot where I feel comfortable and I'm happy. And obviously within my budget, um, I hate spending money, but this, I was like, okay, let's, let's go for it. There was nothing. I had the hardest time finding a home, even like trying to be somewhat bougie. And I know that's not that much money per, per month. If you're like living in New York city or anything like that, but you know, I'm in Ottawa. Like it's, it's not that desirable, but I couldn't find anything. And so it took about, it took over a month to find something and it took so many proposals and everything. And and offers and you know, finally got a place and I'm excited. It's a little, it's, it's not in the, the range of bougie that I wanted. Um, but I'm also kind of happy that I didn't do that because you never know how the year's going to go. We could have another pandemic or something that's going to happen or this war. Oh, I really hope it doesn't get worse. Oh, uh, just, I hate, oh, I'm sure everyone hates it, but it's just so tough to watch. Um, but yeah, you never know how life is going to go and what's going to happen. So um, I'm, I'm not necessarily having a plan B, but I'm definitely watching money because, you know, self-employed. <laughs> That's the lifestyle. But I will update you. I will make like a, a TikTok or a Instagram reels or and, and stories while I'm moving and stuff. You'll be able to see the place. The next question is tips about not stressing over society's expectations of what you should accomplish in 20s well folks i have a book and it's called what's the rush and i feel like that's the answer to this question right now there is no rush man like i i promise you if you grab that book i, th I think it's going to answer your question if you if you're stressing about your expectations or society's expectations of what you should accomplish at 20 like that's the book for you i promise i promise read the chapter what's the rush it's going to be for you or you can listen to the song on spotify but i, I promise the book is going to answer a lot you know there's so many people that like we obviously feel like we need to have a million dollars by the age of 20 or we have to have a home or we have to be the smartest person or excel in our jobs and stuff but the reality is none of our parents did that it's like one in a billion to be a billionaire so it's like you know don't you don't have to worry about that I just, I promise you, 
that the rate that you are going in your life right now is a very comfortable rate for you. It's, it's, it's your speed. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. This isn't saying that you don't need to accomplish anything. This is saying that you are doing exactly what you need to do. And you are exactly where you need to be. The next question, um, it's a little bit different. How to train your dog slash how to start, especially with an older dog, if you have any advice. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, I also live like this separate life where I have a YouTube channel, TikTok, Instagram for my dog. Uh, it's called Frankie to the Moon. And I talk a lot about advice and training and stuff like that. And then I also have some fun videos over there. But like that's my other half. And there's something I love to do. I, I, always, I, speak, I speak very well with animals. Um, and the best thing I can recommend somebody to do for training their dog is uh, pick up your rewards. A lot of people stop rewarding their dogs, especially once they get a little bit older. Um, so that's praise, that's treats, that's just acknowledging them. And I think that's the main thing. That's the main thing. If you, if you want to train your dog and how to start, you need to, you need to take the first step and think, okay, why would somebody learn something new if they don't get a reward from it? That's how things work. And so pick up those treats and start rewarding your dog. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is there's this YouTube channel that I, that I subscribed to when I was training my, when I was training my puppy and it's called McCann dog training and they helped me out with everything. Um, so definitely just check out that YouTube channel. Um, next question is we have this way. Oh yeah, we only have two more. So next question is importance of loving yourself before trying to find someone else. Oh, I got a DM and I took a screenshot of it because I really liked my answer. Uh, hold on. Somebody goes, so this might be really weird. So this is like a question to a question. Um, hi, this might be really weird but and random, but since I have a question, since you talk a lot about love, do you think that people are unlovable or hard to love? Like, what's your opinion on people who feel like that's what they are? Now that I'm reading back, I'm like, oh, that kind of that's kind of confusing. So basically, she's saying, do you think that some people are unlovable? And my answer to this was, I think people are hard to love when they don't find love in themselves. So how are they supposed to dish out a plate that they cannot serve themselves? And what I mean by that is when we don't understand love for ourselves, there's no possible way that we're going to be able to understand it for somebody else. There's going to be ways that we can, you know, you can manage, but you're going to burn yourself out because you don't know how to manage your own self. And so that's super important. It's not about <laughs> being enough for somebody else, but it's about doing enough for yourself. It's about knowing your capabilities and your limits in order to love someone. Because a lot of us are are put in situations like, can, okay, let's talk about like dating very bluntly, okay? You're alone basically for the, the first part of your life. Like, yeah, your mom and your parents are there, but you're able to do whatever you want. You're able to feel however you want to feel and, and you don't have to share your bed. You don't have to share your clothes, nothing. And then you date and then all of that becomes somebody else's and you have to share things and you have to figure out why somebody else is feeling something. That's so difficult. That is a hard thing to do. And can you imagine doing that while not liking who you are? While needing to change the routine that you have for yourself to become a better you while handling somebody else? That's all, that's all, oh my gosh. 
that seems impossible. So I think the importance of loving yourself before trying to love someone else is very, very important. Obviously, there's no 100% self-love. There's no perfect equation that's going to be like, okay, well, I did the calculations, and by 26, I'm going to be able to love someone else because if I keep up my routine. No, it's not that. It's just knowing who you are, how you feel. It's answering the whys to yourself before you have to answer it for somebody else. I hope that helps. <laughs> and the last question, folks, how to act when people try to change you, but you're still trying to figure yourself out. Wow, that kind of goes with it. Um, how to act? Yo, get out. Tell them to take off. Take off means F off in Canadian. Just tell them, tell them, no. That person should not be trying to change you. No one should be trying to change you. Somebody could be helping you to change if that's the path that you want to go on. But if it's not the path that you want to go on, you've got to speak up. Because you might be okay with being pushed around now, but you're going to break down later. Stand your ground. If you're listening to this and somebody's asking you to change, please stand your ground. I promise it will be worth the loss if they leave. Because somebody that truly loves you will stand with you. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening to the Happy Times Podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a little rating, uh, maybe a five-star rating. Of, uh, five stars. Five, leave, leave a five-star. You can do it. Just five. You don't need to check out any other, other numbers. Just leave a five-star rating. Um, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, we just had a sale, and I think it's still going, but we're going to have another one very soon on Stay You, where books were $10 off, and then everything else was 25% off. So we had a huge sale. Go to stayu.ca. Check out if it's still going. And uh, well, thank you guys very much for listening. I, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope tonight, well, I hope you dream of something wonderful. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>